Hello everyone and welcome back to Longtime Bloggers in Prayer Law Office. This is the third episode of our series titled Types and Nature of Business Organization. Last episode we said we we're going to talk about foreign companies. However, if you remember from the first episode, we stated the types of business organization or companies that are recognized in Nigeria. So for this episode, before we go to foreign companies, we're going to talk about companies limited by guarantee and also unlimited company. My name is Olamide and I'm here with my colleague Martin. Hello everyone, today we'll continue our discussion on types of companies that are set by Olamide. Uh, we're going to start by, company, by discussing companies limited by guarantee. This is not your conventional type of company as it is not created to make profits for its members but to further a particular cause. And you might be wondering why is a company created not to make profits? Normally, we know if you are creating a company, we have to make profits to fund that company. But Section 261 of Kama defines that a company created for the promotion of commerce, arts, science, religion, sports, culture, education, or any other related objectives. Its income and properties are to be used for the furtherance of its objectives. Also, no part of the income or property shall be paid directly or indirectly to its members unless permitted by the Act. Now, this definition captures what companies limited by guarantee means. However, there are features of there are features of this company, and they are its profits cannot be distributed to its members under Section Twenty Six Three. It has no share capital. It is formed from promotion of commerce, arts, sports, science, and all profits goes goes to the promotion of its particular cause and not for the distribution of members. Its memorandum shall not be registered without authority of the Attorney General of the Federation, according to Section Twenty Six Four of Kama. It generally requires consent of the uh and in general the federation under 20, section 26 um, 4 of kama however this can be cured upon meeting certain conditions of publication in newspaper however in relation to the no share capital feature according to section 27 sub 4 sub b of the kama the members must undertake to contribute an amount not less than a hundred thousand naira for payment of debts and liabilities of the company where in, in the case where the company winds up also, it can either be a private or public company. Lastly, we are moving now on now to an unlimited company. In this type of company, the liability of the, of the members who have subscribed to the memorandum of session has no limits in the event the company is being wound up. This means that where the company's assets are not enough to settle debts incurred by the company, the, comp- the members of the company will have to settle those debts with their own personal assets. Also, an unlimited company cannot be registered with an issued share capital below what has been provided under Section 272A of Kama, which is no less than 100,000 in the case of a private or limited liability company and 2 million in the case of public or limited liability company. And by the way, we've been mentioning share capital a lot. And, and maybe a few of our readers might not know what a share is or what entails a share capital. So, now that we are done with discussing the different types of companies, let's discuss what share the company is. Essentially, a share is a unit of measure of the sum invested by shareholders in a company's capital. And there are, diff- and there are ways these shares are issued to different members of the company, and this is what we refer to as share allotments. It should also be noted that shares can be either paid for in cash or in kind. Well. The power to allow shares generally is vested in a company. However, private companies can delegate to directors as long as it is permitted by the articles of the company. 
For public companies, this power is also subject to provisions of Investment and Securities Act. In private companies, where the issue of shares is not public, the applicant is to submit a signed written application indicating the number of shares he desires to purchase. Also, in the case of, of, of a public company, where the issue of shares is subject to the conditions imposed by the Securities and Exchange Commission, an applicant is to submit a signed application form as prescribed in the company's articles to the company they wish to purchase shares from. Kama gives applicants the right to reject the application with a written notice at any time before the allotment of the shares. Also, Kama also mandates a company limited by shares to within a month after making an allotment of its shares delivered to the Corporate Affairs Commission for registration of return of the allotment showing the details of the allottees and the allotment. Now that we've gone through the provisions of the law and share allotments, we will now delve into the issue of foreign companies and what provisions regulate the activities under the Kama. So essentially, a foreign company is a company incorporated outside of Nigeria. Kama mandates foreign companies which, before or after the act, was incorporated in a country outside Nigeria with the intention of conducting business in Nigeria to register in Nigeria before carrying out any, any business. What that means is that unless a foreign company is incorporated in Nigeria, it cannot carry on business in Nigeria or carry out the functions of a registered company. An unregistered foreign company cannot have a place of business in Nigeria except a representative office for receipt of notices and other documents on preliminary matters to its incorporation in Nigeria is present. And if they were to carry out the functions of a registered company without incorporation, those actions would be regarded as unlawful and void. However, there are exceptions to this. Well, given the exemption from compliance under the provisions of any preceding Companies Act that has been enforced in Nigeria prior to the commencement of Kama, or exempted under any treaty to which Nigeria is a party. A foreign company can be exempted from a compression requirement by applying to the Minister for, of, of Trade if it is invited to Nigeria by or with the consent of the federal government to carry out any particular individual project. Foreign companies which are in Nigeria to carry out certain individual loan projects on behalf of a donor country or international organization. Companies owned by foreign government engage only in exports promotional activities. And lastly, engineering consultants and technical experts engage on any individual specialist program under contract with any of the governments in the federation or any of the agencies where such contract has been approved by the federal government. Where foreign companies fail to comply with these registration requirements or granted exemptions, they are liable to punishment as prescribed by the commission, including any officer or agent of the company who considered to or permitted the default. Lastly, any company granted exemption will be treated as an, as an unregistered company and the provisions made for unregistered company will apply to them. These are very important information and that will be all for today and in the next episode we will discuss liability for acts of the company. If you want to reach out to us, contact us at info at imperialoffice.com or advisory at imperialoffice.com. Bye! Hello everyone and welcome back to Long Time Nuggets with Imperial Law Office. This is the third episode of our series titled Types and Nature of Business Organization. 
last episode we said we we're going to talk about foreign companies however if you remember from the first episode we stated the types of business organizational companies that are recognized in nigeria so for this episode before we go to foreign companies we're going to talk about companies limited by guarantee and also unlimited company my name is olamide and i'm here with my colleague martin hello everyone today we'll continue our discussion on types of companies that are set by olamide uh we're going to start by company by discussing companies limited by guarantee this is not your conventional type of company as it is not created to make profits for its members, but for their particular cause. And you might be wondering, why is a company created not to make profits? Normally, we know if you are creating a company, we have to make profits to fund that company. But Section 26.1 of Kama defines it as a company created for the promotion of commerce, arts, science, religion, sports, culture, education, or any other related objectives. Its income and properties are to be used for the furtherance of its objectives. Also, no part of the income or property shall be paid directly or indirectly to its members unless permitted by the Act. Now, this definition captures what companies limited by guarantee means. However, there are features of of this company and its profits cannot be distributed to its members under Section 26.3. It has no share capital. It is formed from promotion of commerce, arts, sports, science, and all profits goods goes to the promotion of its particular cause and not for the distribution of members. Its memorandum shall not be registered without authority of the Attorney General of the Federation according to Section 26.4 of Kama. It generally requires the consent of the uh, Attorney General of the Federation under 20, Section 26.4 um, of Kama. However, this can be cured upon meeting the conditions of publication in newspaper. However, in relation to the no share capital feature, According to Section 27 sub 4 sub B of the Kama, the members must undertake to contribute an amount not less than 100,000 Naira for payment of debts and liabilities of the company, where in, in the case where the company winds up. Also, it can either be a private or public company. Lastly, we, we are moving now on now to an unlimited company. In this type of company, the liability of the, of the members who have subscribed to the memorandum of session has no limits in the event the company is being wound up. This means that when the company's assets are not enough to settle debts incurred by the company, the, comp- the members of the company will have to settle those debts to their own personal assets. Also, an unlimited company cannot be registered with an issue share capital below what has been provided under Section 27.2a of Kama, which is no less than 100,000 in the case of a private or limited liability company and 2 million in the case of public or limited liability company. And by the way, we've been mentioning share capital a lot. And, and maybe a few of our readers might not know what a share is or what entails a share capital. So now that we are done with discussing the different types of companies, let's discuss what share the company is. Essentially, a share is a unit of measure of the sum invested by shareholders in a company's capital. And there, are diff- and there are ways these shares are issued to different members and companies and this is what we refer to as share allotments. It should also be noted that shares can be either paid for in cash or in kind. Well, the power to allot shares generally is vested in a company. However, private companies can delegate to directors as long as it is permitted by the articles of the company. For public companies, this power is also subject to provisions of Investment and Securities Act. In private companies, where the issue of shares is not public, 
the applicant is to submit a signed written application indicating the number of shares he, de he desires to purchase. Also, in the case of, of, of a public company where the issue of shares is subject to the conditions imposed by the Securities and Exchange Commission, an applicant is to submit a signed application form as prescribed in the company's articles to the company they wish to purchase shares from. Karma gives applicants the right to reject the application with a written notice at any time before the allotment of the shares. Also, Karma also mandates a company limited by shares to within a month after making an allotment of its shares delivered to the Corporate Affairs Commission for registration of return of the allotment showing the details of the allottees and the allotment. Now that we've gone through the provisions of the law and share allotments, we will now delve into the issue of foreign companies and what provisions regulate their activities under the Karma. So, essentially, a foreign company is a company incorporated outside of Nigeria. Karma mandates foreign companies which, before or after the act, was incorporated in a country outside Nigeria with the intention of conducting business in Nigeria to register in Nigeria before carrying out any, any business. What that means is that unless a foreign company is incorporated in Nigeria, it cannot carry on business in Nigeria or carry out the functions of a registered company. An unregistered foreign company cannot have a place of business in Nigeria except a representative office for receipt of notices and other documents on preliminary matters to its incorporation in Nigeria is present. And if they were to carry out the functions of a registered company without incorporation, those actions would be regarded as unlawful and void. However, there are exceptions to this. Well, given the exemption from compliance under the provisions of any preceding Companies Act that has been enforced in Nigeria prior to the commencement of Kama, or exempted under any treaty to which Nigeria is a party. A foreign company can be exempted from a compression requirement by applying to the Minister of Trade if it is invited to Nigeria by or with the consent of the federal government to carry out any particular individual project. Foreign companies which are in Nigeria to carry out certain individual loan projects on behalf of a donor country or international organization. Companies owned by foreign government engage only in exports promotional activities and lastly, engineering consultants and technical experts engage on any individual specialist program under contract with any of the governments in the federation or any of the agencies where such contracts have been approved by the federal government. Where foreign companies fail to comply with these registration requirements or granted exemptions, they are liable to punishment as prescribed by the commission, including any officer or agent of the company who considered to or permitted the default. Lastly, any company granted exemption will be treated as an, as an unregistered company and the provisions made for unregistered company will apply to them. These are very important information and that will be all for today and in the next episode we will discuss liability for acts of the company. If you want to reach out to us, contact us at info at imperialoffice.com or advisory at imperialoffice.com. Bye! Bye.